reading today uh, is from Mark chapter 13, verses 24 through 37. We found on page 826 in your Pew Bibles. Um, just to kind of give a little background for this reading. So Jesus and his disciples are leaving the temple. And as they leave the temple, one of his disciples points to some of the buildings that are around. says, look at all these, these large stones that these buildings are made out of. And Jesus basically tells them, well, when, when the Lord comes, none of that will be standing anymore, right? That all of them will be, will be raised, which understandably freaks them out a little bit. And so they want to know, well, how do we know when this is going to be happening? Right? How do we know when the Lord is coming? And that's today's reading. But in those days, after that suffering, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. And the stars will be falling from heaven and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. And then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. Then he will send out angels and gather his elect from the four winds and the ends of the earth to the ends of heaven. From the fig tree, learn its lesson. As soon as its branch becomes tender and puts forth its leaves, you know that summer is near. So also, when you see these things taking place, you know that he is near at the very gates. Truly, I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all these things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But about that day or hour, no one knows, neither the angels in heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. Beware, keep alert, for you do not know when that time will come. It is like a man going on a journey when he leaves home and puts his slaves in charge, each with his work, and command, commands the doorkeeper to be on the watch. Therefore, keep awake, for you do not know when the master of the house will come, in the evening, or at midnight, or at cockcrow, or at dawn, or else he may find you asleep when he comes suddenly. And what I say to you is what I say to all. Keep awake. Let us be in a spirit of prayer together. Let us pray. O oh God, quiet us and center us. Still our hearts. Still our minds. That as we hear your ancient word, that as we bring ourselves before you, it might convict us, it might teach us, it might humble us, it might lift us up, it might change us, it might transform us. This word this word might make us a people of peace. Amen. And from that text that Matt read, especially those first opening words, words that are very common throughout prophecies in both the Old and the New Testament, prophecies that imagine how things might be, might be. But in those days, but in those days, imagine this, a world filled with peace, not violence. Peace, not human discord. Peace among the nations, 
peoples and differing races, peace in families and around dinner tables and in homes, peace between religions and politicians and ideologies, peace. And Jesus says, but in those days, imagine peace in those days to come. So I'm in downtown Natick on Friday, the first Friday of the holiday season, Friday, that one day of the week, which always seems to be the absolute worst for traffic, right? Whether it's local or on the highway, and I finally spied a perfect parking spot, boom, right in front of the barbershop. So I zip my tiny little Honda Fit right into the space, I back up just so only to realize that I actually just cut off a woman in a big, huge SUV who'd been waiting to secure the exact same spot who I hadn't seen at all, who was actually there before me. I stole the place that she was counting on. And then she quickly backs her car up about another 30 feet really fast past me to take another spot that just opens up. And I'm thinking she's probably ready to go all road rage, maybe turn around, drive right over, crush my little car with hers, kill my clown car, that's what my brother calls it. So I park and I get out of my car and I run back to see her. She's got her window tightly closed. She's really angry, not happy at all, and I signal her to lower the window and Before she can say anything, I apologize. I am so sorry. I had no idea that you were waiting. I didn't see you there. Man, that was so rude of me and stupid. I'm sorry. And her scowl melted into a smile, and she shrugs, and we both laugh. And she says, don't worry about it. We both found a spot. And she goes and does her errands, and I go for a beard trim, and I think both of us were mindful about how humans can just be so human. And yet, how easily we could also imagine, imagine that situation in that moment, that everyday encounter between two humans going south, right? Going from bad to worse, from innocent to ill will, from everyday matter of fact face to face to an angry street confrontation Local pastor assaulted by irate driver. I mean, I could have got out of my car and done a little parking space victory dance, right? She could have gotten out of her car and walked right up to me and gotten right up in my face. In just one moment. Imagine that. Friends, we humans move and live and walk through this life, and daily, we experience tens of situations, maybe even hundreds, of encounters with other human beings, like that parking space encounter, with strangers, with intimates, 
And in all of those connections and encounters, every single time, we have a choice about how we will respond and act and behave and interact and love or not love and share our space called human life with another child of God. We can be hard, hard. We can be at war in a way, or we can be soft. We can be soft, at peace in a way. It all depends on what we imagine. Hard, as in ever ready to defend our place in the world, to stake out our turf, to protect ourselves, to win at all costs, to be in first place, to make sure that we always get what is coming to us, to get in the last word, to be the one with the most toys, to always have a snappy comeback or insult on Twitter or at the dinner table, to have complaint be our go-to response to most everything, to stock the mall parking lot for a precious space and zip right in, civility be damned because I've got to get my Christmas shopping done in the name of Jesus Christ. Or soft, soft, as in ready to concede for the good of all, even if it means I don't get exactly what I want, to compromise for a greater good, to be in second place and to have more fun, to chill out, to let it go, to just let go of a grudge or a hurt, To give it over to God. To spend less time judging the behavior of others and to spend more time cleaning up your own side of the street. To not take the bait on Facebook in nasty political fights or when a snarky text comes your way. To instead respond with grace, with silence, to offer up a parking space to the person who's been waiting in a long line of cars with you. Hard, soft, war, peace, harshness, grace. Friends, what does it mean to try and live, to really live as a person of faith, as a Christian in 2017? In this season of Advent, as we await our Savior's birth, the arrival, it is not of some soldier, warrior, king, wielding God's righteous sword, but it is instead the arrival of a vulnerable, tiny infant prince of peace whose only weapon is love, is love. So his question to us is this. Will we be hard in this life? Or will we be soft? 
Hard of heart or soft of heart? Hard on ourselves and others or gentle with ourselves and others? Hard and always spoiling for a fight in family, at work, as a nation? Or soft, ready to make peace in a household, on the playing field, on the world stage? The God we worship, this God comes as our soft savior for a hard world. Our soft savior for our hard world. Soft, not weak, not wishy-washy or without principles or ideals. Soft, as in filled with God's grace. Grace, always seeking nonviolence in the face of violence. Soft, as in just being decent and kind in how we humans are supposed to treat each other on a daily basis. Seeing in the other, whether stranger or intimate, a fellow child of God. Soft as in not being in this thing called human life just for self or ego or the accumulation of stuff or money or power, but also to be in this life to serve others too, like our soft Savior, to kneel and not lord over, to give away and not just keep, to be humble and not haughty. But in those days, those days of peace, peace, imagine that, a soft peace, God's peace, to be hard, to be soft, to live for our soft Savior in a hard Hard world. Friends, I think we need this soft little baby now more than ever. Can I get an amen?